Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and the Five Reasons YouTube channel, where we're going live after Heat and Clippers. Of course, these go to the podcast feeds afterwards. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, check out Off the Floor. That's our new Discord. You can chat on the Heat 24-7, sometimes with us, always with the fans. Plenty of channels there for you to check out on the Heat and even on the entire NBA or even on sports other than the NBA. So check it out. It's off the floor, $2.99 per month. The link is right here in the description on the YouTube channel and on the podcast feeds, as well as at the top of the Five Reasons Twitter page. And now, today's episode. Down to Biscay. Yikes. Yikes. Uh, five on the floor. Ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing. You can check the score. Hustle hard. Couple scars. Wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing. Got an all band. Y'all seen the block. Stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust. It's power. Have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor Live. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick on Five Reasons Sports. we got Greg Sylvander. You can follow me at Greg Sylvander. we got Brady Hawk. You can follow me at Brady Hawk 305. We're actually starting this thing with about a minute left in Clippers Heat tonight, just trying to transition our playback audience over to the YouTube channel and Miami's not making up this deficit. As we speak, they're down 119 to 103. So this is going to be a double-digit loss. It's going to drop them to one and two on this road trip. They still got the Lakers and the Suns upcoming. We knew that this would be a difficult trip, particularly when Jimmy Butler got hurt again tonight. We'll get into the injury report a little bit later, but no Jimmy Butler, no Haywood Highsmith, and no Josh Richardson again. Kyle Lowry played. Although, to be honest, he didn't make a whole lot of an impact. So, again, I've got Greg. I've got Brady. We'll get to the uh, the uh, Rocky Sports uh, Gamer of the Night um, and uh, and also our injury report as we go forward. But just the overall thought tonight, and I'll start here. And, again, we'll let some of you come in on the comments. We're going to do a short show tonight. This kind of played the form for a lot of Heat games this year uh, where they get off to a pretty good start. Ball's popping pretty good. They've got some things working tonight. What worked best, honestly, was Kevin Love and and Duncan Robinson off the bench in their minutes. And then they let the opponent get back into the game before halftime. This has happened many times this season. Then they have that bad stretch coming out in the third quarter. They don't defend. And then the fourth quarter is just a bleep show. And I think that's where they ended up tonight. And as we go through some of the numbers tonight, you know, we'll talk about Bam, 21 and 15, but six of 17 from the floor, missed a bunch of free throws, was just not particularly efficient tonight in the night they needed him to be. Four of 13 for Tyler Hero, that's not enough on a night without Jimmy Butler. He ended up with 12, 6, and 6. Jaime Hawkins did some good things tonight. They tried to exploit him defensively, uh, but he played 38 minutes tonight uh, as, as the game is closing up. Uh, had 15 points on six of 13 shooting. Honestly, Kevin Love was their best player tonight. Um, and the other thing, of course, that came into this was Jamal Cain starting. He went 4 of 12 from the field. I can assure you that the Heat's philosophy is not to have Jamal Cain take 12 shots. But he was left open repeatedly. In fact, he took almost as many shots as Hawkes and Hero and then Duncan Robinson. And this is a little bit confounding. And, Greg, I know you're going to want to hit on this. Uh, played only 26 minutes off the bench, even though it seemed like they needed him tonight. And on the other side... 
Uh, 24 for, for Leonard, 23 for Paul George, 15, 4, and 10 from Harden. Just better players on the other side who executed uh, better tonight. But, uh, Greg, let's let's go to it because, you know, we talk about Bam and Tyler are going to have to carry them in these games. Um, Hawkins has done some of it, but you can't be relying on him to do that, not as a rookie, not at this stage. I don't know. Bam's been sort of weirdly inefficient of late. Um, yeah. The stuff from the line's been strange. And he's because he's getting there, but he's not making them. And then Tyler was kind of a no-show tonight. Yeah, that's the tough thing. When he's getting to the line, you know, he was 14 of 20 up in Utah and then 9 of 13 tonight. Uh, so those are easy points. But he's making up for it, at least Bam is, with the rebounding. He had 15 boards um, as we are doing this now. Uh, Tyler's the, the one that dumbfounds me a little bit because – they needed him to step up in this game. It, it's a matchup that a lot of people thought he would struggle with, and it ended up that he kind of looked like he did. Um, currently, he's 4 of 13 from the field. Uh, did have six rebounds, six assists. Went over his five rebounds on prize picks. Use the code 5FIVE to get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Uh, no, um, I just think they need more, and this was a game that they were already so depleted that they were going to need a Herculean effort from somebody. And so when your leading scores are 21-15, like you're not going to get it done against this Clippers team who scored 121 tonight. Final score, 121-104, by the way. Brady, Alex has hit on this a lot. He's producing tonight, but uh, he liked to shoot mid-range shots. Sometimes they shoot too many. <laughs> Uh, couldn't couldn't really get to the rim tonight. Couldn't finish at the rim tonight. Again, the shot diet. One twenty one is too many to give up. Clippers have a lot of talent offensively. When we're health, they're healthy. We know that. Miami's awful in transition. Uh, we know that. Uh, how do they change the shot diet here, particularly when they don't have Jimmy um, making plays around the rim? I mean, that's the key. I mean, everything changes when they have Jimmy because he's their one guy that can get them consistent rim attempts. Uh, it's not a coincidence that they're shooting this many mid-range shots uh, with this current roster. It's the fact of – it's not that they're just doing it just to do it. Like they, I just don't think they can get to the rim consistently. I don't think they can get good looks at the rim consistently with this specific roster. And that hurts their half-court offense. It really does. You cannot form a, a positive offense consistently. That's the key because they can go and, and runs and stretches where Kevin Love – shoots really well or Duncan shoots really well, but there's consistency. He's not going to be there if you're not able to get to the rim and get easier looks consistently. So that's been the biggest thing. I think when Jimmy plays and as much as we we talk about certain trends from him when he's not really trying, well, when he even semi tries to kind of put his head down a little bit, it changes the way defenses defend. It sinks, collapses things a little more. And all of a sudden their looks from three and everywhere else look a little bit different, but uh, that has to change. I think Tyler, you know, we, we've talked before about him, you know, getting to the line more, but I think it's more so the only way he's going to get to the line more is if he gets to the rim more <laughs> Like that you have to hit step one before you hit step two. I feel like, so like him kind of getting those rim attempts is going to provide that opportunity. But this game specifically, I think all around, I, I said it, you know, when we were on playback, it's like they, they might've lost this game off of just entry passes, which is the most weird thing to say at a post game show. I never thought I'd say that, but like, just some of the decision making in the offense, and that's what ties back to the to the rim attempts and the overall profile is like they're trying to force things that are just not there. And even if it is there, it's like it's such a risk and a, and a high probability of being a turnover. It just it's just unnecessary. Like they had the Kyle tried to throw it to Love back to back possessions. 
Uh, and it was it was Westbrook stealing it back to back times. But there was other times they're just trying to hit that over the top pass to try to what do they try to do? Get a rim attempt, like probably an easy opportunity at the rim to try to collapse the defense. And it's like they're working so hard to do that when you know when Jimmy plays, it's, it doesn't seem so difficult. It just seems like that's just their play style. So that's something they're gonna have to fix. They still have continued to shoot pretty decent. And it hasn't mattered. So like they have to kind of set a tone down there and. I think Bam has to try to find different opportunities down there because they're col- the paint has not been open for him. I think we can all notice that. Like he's getting to the line a ton because he's in traffic, but he's not like getting easy opportunities around the rim. He's settling for those short jumpers, which I think you, you're fine with that because he has that in his arsenal. But you don't want him to fall into the trap of only taking that shot. Like you need him to put his head down once in a while. But the only way you're gonna be able to do it is if some of the other guys kind of allow him and open up that spacing. Is it too much to ask Kyle Lowry is going to the Hall of Fame most likely to throw a decent entry pass? Like I, I just I, I tonight I it was. It. I, I I don't get it. Like it's there are certain things that I understand that he can't do at his age consistently anymore. I get it. Like beat his defender off the dribble or defend a quick guard, which is why or 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 a wing, which is why we see them having to start Kane tonight because they were they didn't have Martin, they didn't have Richardson. They didn't have Butler, and so, okay, well, you can't start Love, even though Love was productive tonight because you can't have Love out there with Lowry because then you have no one to guard these guys. I, I get that part of it. I think we've all accepted that part of it. The the two things I, I can't understand that why Lowry can't provide them consistently are, one, shoot the damn ball, okay, since we, we've talked about that so many times because he's capable of doing that still. And the other part is just setting guys up. Like, I, I don't – I understand, like, this comment comes in from Mac for a better tomorrow. Kyle making the same mistake past Kevin Love twice in a row made me think I was in the Matrix. Like, I this is – I mean, this guy's won a championship as, like, the second or third best player on his team. Like, I, I don't – I don't yeah. get it. Like, I, I it's, he you, you just can't have – you know, he came back tonight, but it was just a no-show performance in, in a lot of ways, even though the stat line was actually better than it's been some nights because he was three of five from the floor with three – with I guess three assists and a rebound, but I, that that that's just maddening because he's supposed to be the guy who is organizing them and getting them into offense, and it felt like their entire offense tonight was basically okay. Bam's got Tice on him, so let's get him the ball in the mid range and see what he can do there. And again, Tyler didn't do enough tonight either, so I'm not excusing him, but I'm just saying like it's it's just frustrating. It's frustrating to see that because again, you don't have Jimmy. It's a whole nother topic, which we've hit on a million times here. Caleb doesn't look like he's close to coming back at this stage. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's Shaving products. I love the weight it handled. I love the way it looks. And I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard. So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German engineered blades made in their own factory. So they stay sharp longer means you can use them longer. And also they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as two bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion as well, and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five. 
for your $3 trial set. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And Josh isn't back either. Not that Josh is going to be great as a pick and roll ball handler or getting entry passes in either. But it's just it, that's one of the frustrating things. All right, we do want to go uh, to the uh, the Rocky Sports uh, Center a gamer of the night. And honestly, I can't pick anybody on the heat side. If I would, it would be Kevin Love. Um, no, but I, it I'm should be a clipper. Anyway. You, 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 yeah, it's a clipper. You, you kind of know what you were going to get from Paul George and Kawhi if they were healthy. Norm Powell killed the heat tonight. I feel like this is not the first time um, that this has happened, but nine of 11 overall, four or five from three and 22 points and just seemed totally in the flow uh tonight so uh, we did want to mention the rock esports gamer of the night of course sponsored by friends over at rock esports uh, in palmetto bay miami's first esports center and lounge we're going to be having uh watch parties and also going to do live podcasts from there uh and then also the 2k tournament so make sure that you check that out if you mentioned five reasons when you go down to down to palmetto bay again there's plenty of parking there this isn't one of those problems that you have in miami they got uh plenty of space and plenty of space inside to play all the games that you want to play Mentioned five reasons you get $5 off the $25 all day pass. So check them out. Rock Esports Center in Palmetto Bay and look for the next 2K tournaments. I'm giving that to Norm Powell, but I mean, look, the Clippers 19 and 12 on the season. Um, they just didn't have to force anything tonight. I, I think what was, was frustrating watching Miami tonight was that the Clippers sort of, I think knew that they could just sort of work their way back into this game. Like there Correct. was no, they didn't have to panic. They knew they had mismatches, and and I understand the, the the frustration from the fans' point of view here. Like, if you don't like, okay, if you had Jimmy, what does this look like? If you had even Caleb as the additional defender instead of Kane, where maybe Caleb makes some plays offensively when he's left open that Kane can't make. I, I, it's a broken record here, but the Heat are never going to be healthy. But this is one of those nights you're not going to win if you're not. Yeah. And and I just not when the other team is. And when you're going against a team that is always hurt, like the Clippers are, and you're the more injured team, Greg. Yeah. This is why fans start to shake their head at the regular season. Because you needed the Utah game. This is why you can't lose some of the ones that you could have easily, you know, gotten because th- there's nights like tonight where you're not going to you're so undermanned. They were we talked on playback about them being a wing short. They were two or three wings short. They just needed one more guy at least to be able to defend. They didn't have that tonight. Uh, their shot diet did not was not representative of what the game really looked like because it was so uh, – it kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, evened out as the game closed. But throughout the game, it was really just a mid-range fest, and that was just not efficient for Miami. Uh, I don't know what was up with Tyler. This is a tough one to lose because – now they're on this road trip and they need to stop the bleeding. And who is it? The Lakers are next on Wednesday. Um, and th- th- that's never an easy contest. So we'll, we'll see how it goes, but 
this has not been a kind road trip injuries aside. And I know every team gets injured, but you also are in a tight race in the East. Luckily Orlando lost recently. So you haven't lost much ground, but they got to be careful with that. Um, so I, I personally hate the fact that they lost the Utah game because tonight I would have been able to stomach a little bit more had they gotten that one in Utah where they were, even when Jimmy was out, they were a more talented group. I think. Then the Knicks got a trade bump now, which, you know, again, I don't know how that's going to play out long term, but typically teams make a trade midseason, energizes you. They won their first game. They beat Minnesota in their first game after the trade. So, uh, you know, that looks like it's it's going to help them a little bit. So Miami can't lose. Uh, you can't can't sort of lose track with them. What's great? What's that comment comes in? No, look, I'm not saying Jaime was perfect today. And this comment comes in from Muhammad. I'm not saying Jaime was perfect, but he does something. I mean, that, that that's where I'm at. Like, there's just a certain point where, you know, you you have to impose your will on the game in some way if you're going to be out there. And when the Heat are undermanned, they've got a $28 million point guard. Do something. Make an entry pass. Set other guys up. He had these kind of games a couple of years ago when guys were out, but it didn't happen tonight. Uh, it actually happened in L.A. a couple of years ago uh, when, when a bunch of other guys were out. Um I, we're going to go to uh, we're going to go to the play of the game in a second. So I'll give you guys some time to think about that. But what, what did you think, Brady, of Duncan's minutes tonight or lack of a minute? He ended up under 30, 26 minutes tonight. Night they needed offense. Yeah, I thought I've always kind of felt like the minutes were weird. And Greg was talking about it before. It's like he gives them kind of the best flow. I feel like offensively without even touching the ball. And we were talking about. You look at the the way their half court offense looks and how much the, it revolves around movement and off ball movement and all that stuff. And you look at when Duncan's on the floor, the off ball movement shifts, and it's not just because Duncan's moving off ball. It's like it feels like they run different actions when Duncan's on the floor. So even when he's on the ball, everybody else is moving. That it, I, I don't know. It just feels like everything clicks in those minutes, uh, and he's really been an energizer for them. Like it, it feels like good things always seem to happen when he's on the floor, just because of that reason. He's just a. Uh, Bottle of energy, as Spo used to, Spo with or igniter, as Spo likes to say. So it's um, I'm interested to see how they kind of fix that around. They're trying to mix up substitution patterns because they constantly have different guys in and out. But this thing where Duncan comes in with like two minutes left in the first quarter, and then he plays that long stint, and then it's that like that's it. Like it, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like he's he's more of an impact player now, where he needs like two stints in the first half where you're giving him kind of extended minutes and, and kind of seeing what, especially on nights like this, where it's like, you're for, you're not stopping anybody. All your wings are hurt. You're not, you're basically putting a disadvantage no matter what you do on defense, because they have so many different options and they're going to have a mismatch. Go try and score. And uh, it felt like they were doing that at the beginning of the game. You mentioned the love minutes. You mentioned the Duncan minutes. You're talking about Kyle. Kyle actually had a really good start to the game. I thought, and then it, like after the first like three minutes, I, <laughs> I don't really know what happened after that. It's felt like he was stopped being aggressive. But other than that, like it's you got to try to find consistent scoring, and, and Duncan's consistently been that. So we'll see how they treat the minutes moving forward. I haven't hated the Duncan Tyler minutes as we keep talking about. Like it, that, it's not like past years where it's, it's become a problem. I feel like you can lean into a lot of these things. So what did he end up with? It was you said twenty eight minutes, something like that. Like or was it less? Twenty four. It was, I think it was 26. It was 26, 26. the last time that so, I yeah. checked. Um, it, let, let's see. Hold on. He ended up with uh, 26 minutes, uh, 15 points on three of eight shooting, three of seven 
from three. One one of the things I don't like when his minutes are cut, and we're going to get to the play of the day here in a second, is that it seems like then he just becomes a three-point shooter. Like, he works his way. The more minutes he gets, I feel like we start to see more of the playmaking from him. He gets in a rhythm. They start trusting him more. They feed off him. He had the one three where he was demonstrative afterwards. Like, you were getting, like, this. I mean, look, Michigan made it to the to the final today. Uh, they showed that on the Heat Twitter account and everything. It seemed like he was into the game. I don't understand why he doesn't play more, particularly with what people are saying in the comments here, where Hero was clearly bar- bothered by the Clippers' length. Yeah. So Duncan's not going to be bothered by their length as much. Okay, we know that. I mean, simply he's taller. Okay, he gets his shot off in different ways. Like I just, I I think he should have played uh, more tonight, and I, I'm confused with how, you know, again, Spolstra has been such a proponent of his, and now and you're getting a Duncan so well. we never thought we would see. So what? Again, I'm a I'm a Jaime guy, but like Jaime playing 38 minutes and Duncan's playing 26, I don't I don't understand that. Like I to me, Duncan has to be in a game where you don't have Jimmy, and you got Tyler's incons- inconsistent. You're leaning heavily on Bam, but and we know Bam plays so well with Duncan. Like I just get him out on the floor more consistently tonight. I I don't get it. And Spo got away. Look, Spo got away from Kane. For part of the game, but he got away from Brian and Hampton after their initial stints. Wow. The minutes were there for Duncan. I, d- I don't understand why he didn't use them more. Great. And Tyler has to be more consistent. Like we just have to be honest yeah. about like that. Th- tonight is a night where they can't have a bad Tyler Hero game, and if they were going to, then Duncan had to have seven threes. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that. One of the two things had to happen, and neither really happened. They just didn't get the chance with Duncan really. All right, we're getting some of the comments up, but I do want to mention uh, our sponsor of the play of the day, Lynette, our friend. We're at insurancebylynette.com. She's always with us on Discord, also here on uh, on the on the on the YouTube channel and on playback. Uh, we she sponsors here the play of the day. Reach out to her at insurancebylynette.com or 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800. Life insurance, renter's insurance, car insurance. She can handle all of it for you. She's the best at it. And again, if you have a bad driving record, she definitely can help you with that. Trust me. Uh, so reach out to her at insurancebylanette.com. The play of the day today, um, I don't know. What do we have? There were a couple that looked like they could be on the Heat side, Brady. Right, Greg, you got one? Yeah. The last made basket for the Heat of the night, a Nikola Jovic made three-pointer. That's the play of the night. No, I'm joking. I don't have a good play of the night. Yeah, I, I I don't know what there was tonight, Brady. Anything? I'll say the one, because this ties into what we were talking about before. There was the one, I know me and Greg were talking about it, when Love had it like in like the, the low post, and Tyler made like a perfect cut to the basket and like saved the day. And then the defender pulled in from the corner off Kane, and he kicked it, and Kane hit a three. And it's like, the reason I point that out is like, when they're moving off ball number one, when Tyler is the one that's moving off ball number two, uh, and you're pulling defenders like that, like that is when the offense is at its best. When everything is just like focused on like Bam taking contested jumpers, when everybody's just watching him in the middle of the floor, like it's, I felt like that was a lot of this game tonight. So when talking about Tyler, I think number one, you talk about the rim attempts we talked about earlier, make it easier on him. It doesn't always have to be a pick and roll that has to, you know, him to get to the rim. It doesn't have to be the isolation stuff we talk about. He's such a good off ball spot up shooter that you can leverage that stuff the way they leveraged it with Duncan. So. I think that play was important just because of the fact of what they can do with Tyler. I keep saying it over and over, but I think it's more so 
it going to be something to utilize when everybody's healthy or if any everybody ever becomes healthy i always have to say so we'll see if they ever come back to it but it they they're going to need off ball tyler at some point down the line i did think tyler's defense was a little better earlier in the game that's been mentioned uh in the comments here it just was offensively that he couldn't seem to to shake free and then as far as one of the other comments that's come in here a few times from people uh, here on the on the live chat on YouTube is that Bam was inefficient today. He, he has he seems to me like he's rushing lately. I don't know. Ever since he came back from the injury, like I it, I don't know. He's like a, he's trying to be a, like a half a tick faster than he was before, and he's just not in rhythm. And I, again, I I wonder when you have this many guys that are in and out, it's just it, trying to get guys in rhythm where they get to their spots and they're comfortable and they know where to go. It's just it's challenging. Again, I'm not making excuses for the heat because the reality is they got to get more guys on the floor. Like they just do. Like if they're going to win these games against these better teams on the road, I do think the Laker game sets up for them. Okay. Um, we'll see who's healthy for Phoenix, but as was mentioned here in the chat, the Lakers don't have healthy wings right now. And Miami's problem is they don't have enough wings. I mean, that they, they're loaded with wings on the roster. They're not loaded with wings on the floor. Uh, and this actually is a good way for us to get into our last segment today and then we're gonna let everybody go to sleep here and we'll do another podcast tomorrow night our friend eric rubenstein rubenstein um you can find him at all the heat games you can also find him and you should find him at ericrubenstein.com or 877-829-ERIC that's e-r-i-c 877-829-ERIC if you have a personal injury situation of any kind he's the guy to go to um he's based in south florida he went to st thomas university graduated near the top of his class, and he's just really good at what he does. So reach out to ericrubenstein.com. It's 877-829-ERIC. The injury report, no Jimmy Butler tonight, um, and really not a lot from the heat about when he's coming back. Now it went from calf to he was sick to now it's a foot irritation problem. Yep. But there's other weird ones too. Haywood Highsmith has concussion-like symptoms. Yes. Who knows when that'll be back? And he, then they he, he, he was sent home, actually. So he was he was sent home. So he's not even with the team anymore. So and don't expect Caleb, you're not gonna see him in Phoenix either or LA. Caleb has an ankle, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's an another injury floating around that I had never heard about before. Um that Josh has. Yeah, I don't know what that one is. Well, even Kyle's Kyle's injury designation changed because it was soreness, right? For the first two games, and then today it was he was returning from what was it? Something else that that he he had. I don't think they can even keep it straight at this point. I, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just get to this. Okay, I understand that Jimmy Butler was not going to play seventy plus games this year. We talked about it before the season. He's now on pace to play fifty seven and a half. It's not good enough. It's missing a third of the games. I mean, I, if he's going to be missing a third of the games, and you're going against teams, and you've got Kawhi and PG of all people that are healthy. <laughs> uh, you're not going to win a ton of these. That's it. And I, I, I think at a certain point, and I'm not saying that Jimmy should do anything that should, again, wreck his future or or hurt them down the line for the playoff run. But I, I do think we're getting to the stage here where some rhythm needs to be built between him and some of these other guys on the team. And when it's just constantly in and out, he didn't look good the other night. I thought when he played against Utah, he was passive. Then he went out again. They They don't know whether they have him or not on a night-to-night basis. And I can tell you, and I'm not around this team as much as I was around that team, but I can tell you, when Dwayne was not regularly available the last couple of years of the big three, particularly that last season, it 
it messed with the other guys on that team, particularly the, the high-level guys on that team. And I think that's what's happening here. It's almost better to know Jimmy's going to be out for two weeks. Okay, Bam, Tyler, Jaime, take this team over. Then have Jimmy kind of pop in and and then go out. It's just it it just feel it feels like a rhythm breaker uh, at this point. And so we'll see if he plays against the Lakers. I'm not anticipating that he does. Mm-hmm. He's still on the trip though. They didn't send him home like they did with Haywood. So we could see him by the end of it. But this thing, I mean, 21 starting lineups, 21 starting lineups at this point. Like we don't know what we're gonna see night tonight. Like at this point, I wouldn't be surprised if. It's a Thomas Bryan, Nikola Jovic, Bam front line. Okay, like we, we, it could be anything at this stage. Good night. Good night. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. This is the story of the Wad. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.